Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Now this is from Esther chapter 4 in your Bible. Esther was a Jewish woman who married the king and became queen. In Esther chapter 3, the king sent out certain orders or proclamation. Let's read about that. It's in Esther chapter 3. Verse 13, And the letters were sent by couriers into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all the Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day on the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, and to plunder their possessions. Mordecai, who had adopted Esther when she was orphaned, he was an older cousin of hers, and so he was an older man. Um, he heard of this, and he sent a message to Esther, because they were both Jews. Now Esther had found favor with and married the king. So she was the queen, even though she was a Jew. Mordecai's message was requesting the queen's help in saving the Jews, in other words, to save their people. Let's read Esther chapter 4, verses 10 through 12. Then Esther spoke to Hathach. Now, they had a guy that was sending messages back and forth, taking messages from Esther to Mordecai, because Mordecai was outside of uh, the castle or the palace, of course. I think it's more of a palace than a castle, but whichever. Then Esther spoke to Hathach and gave him a command for Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put all to death except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter that he may live. Yet I myself have not been called to go in to the king these thirty days. So they told Mordecai Esther's words. Again, delivering a message to Mordecai. So the gist of her message uh, is that this could get her killed. If she goes in uninvited to the king, even though she's the queen, she could die. There are real consequences to this. So she had real fear. There was real reason to be worried. Probably, she was hoping for another solution. In the next two verses, we read Mordecai's reply. This is Esther chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, Relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Mordecai's response is probably not what she had hoped for, but it did encourage Esther. It actually encouraged her to go to the king, and she did end up saving the Jews. Now, I want us to look at our situation, at our lives, and compare that 
to asters in a way. We live in a world that seems to be insane. It seems to be going insane. A lot of society has totally broken with reality. They say and believe things that are not possible, are not true. A lot have also turned against God and Jews and Christians. And it's not as bad in this country as it is in some others, but it is getting worse. When we see the nation going the wrong way, when we see the injustices and the evil, do we turn away and pretend not to see it? Do we hope that if we ignore it, the evil will pass us by or just go away? Remember what Mordecai told Esther. Do not think in your heart that you will escape, right? Regardless if you feel somehow protected from what is going on, realize that sooner or later, that evil, if it's left unchecked, it will come for you, some form of it. It will come for all of us. So when we see these things that are wrong, when we see the injustices and the evil in the world, we should do what we can to help correct those situations, to help make them better, especially when we are in a position to do so. Understand this may indeed come at some risk. We could lose our jobs. We could lose our families or friends. We could even lose our lives. But notice verse 14. Mordecai says that even if we choose not to be part of the solution, God will use someone else. God will still save his people. But if we refuse to act for God, we will be destroyed by that evil. That is exactly what Mordecai is telling Esther. And I'm just relating that forward to us. And we see that. You look in, and I'm going to use this as an example, and people may be upset by this because this is used a lot, but look at Nazi Germany. The citizens allowed those things to happen. The citizens stood by and did nothing. Now, not all of them. Some of them genuinely helped, other, helped Jews escape, helped other people. Some of them did. Some brave souls did. And some lost their lives because they helped others. We know this. You can read accounts of this. But too many people in that country stood by and did nothing and just allowed the Nazis to take over. Now, yes, the Nazis were evil. They basically ruled with a very authoritarian grip and not like they talk about in politics today in this country, in the U.S., but I'm talking about real, real evil stuff, really taking people and slapping them in jail or killing them just for protecting and trying to help other people. So notice that that was a real thing, and that's a real example. I'm sure there are other examples of this throughout history where people have been persecuted. Do you remember the Christians in Rome being persecuted in the Colosseum? Remember Jews being persecuted in other lands, other times? Uh, Stalin in Russia killing Jews. It, I'm sorry, it, it's happened a lot, and people have stood by and let it happen. Not everyone, but too many. 
So if we refuse to act for God and for what's right and what's good, then we very easily could be destroyed by that same evil. And see what else Mordecai says in verse 14, and this is the question he asks. Who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? So who knows that, but that this situation we see, that we see this bad thing happening or going on, who knows but that this is the opportunity that God is giving us, an opportunity to do something good and important in Jesus' name. As we go through life, there will be times when we have a chance to make a difference, to help others, maybe to save their life or their eternal soul, their, their real life, or maybe just to help them out of a rough patch. It can be simple. It doesn't have to be major earth-shattering, saving-the-nation stuff. It can be simple little things, helping someone in a time of need. God, in His providence, He gives us these opportunities, a chance to work and do something important for the Lord. We just need to get past our fear, our worry about ourselves. Maybe our life isn't threatened. Maybe we just risk embarrassment. Maybe we're afraid that uh, we'll face some form of humiliation or public, uh, what do they call it, canceling or something. Don't worry about those things. It doesn't matter what people think. What matters is standing for God, for Jesus, and doing the right things in Jesus' name. Remember, the Lord is always near and God is with you. We can bear all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.